Join the journey of our bug's life. Maddox Madhouse style. We now rejoin the journey of our bug's life. Maddox Madhouse style. Vision challenges she's having, hearing, hearing loss, she's having um, seizures, strokes, everything is affected by this disease. Um, did we have hosp- any hospitalizations in April and May? I don't think we did. No, but the journey uh, with her, it also kind of bodes to kind of talk about. I mean, the journey is the entire time. So we're working with this throughout the month, you know, throughout the rest of March on through April. And then mid-May, you know, we're dealing with that. And then Mm -hmm. something happened that kind of just threw another wrench into the... Well, let's let's go with the joy first. So the joy um, in May was... um, Karsten made the decision to be baptized, so he was baptized, and that was a beautiful moment. Um, and then May 18th. I'm going to let you do May 18th, because okay. I wasn't there. I was on the phone for this entire thing. Just heads up. Yeah, so basically, again, we are... You know, the journey is not just about Aria, but it's about our entire family and how it swirls around Aria and her life. So, in working with all these things, we, yeah, the joy, as Bonnie mentioned, is was very real. You know, we had a lot of good things going on, and Aria didn't have any more episodes, and, you know, it just went really, really well. Well, May 18th comes along, and... I basically was driving Karsten to work. Uh, excuse me. I was driving Karsten to school at about 7.30 in the morning. Um, and uh, we're on the freeway, northbound I-15, getting close to downtown. And a big 26-foot box truck jumps up onto the freeway and essentially had hit... Um, two, three other cars, and then it careened and slammed into us, totaling our expedition that had a two-inch lift, a grill guard. It was basically just a, a beast, and it front end was on the ground. It had totaled it, and um, windows were shattered. Now, miraculously, Karsten and I were... I'm going to say mildly injured. Um, Of course, they had their effects. Karsten had a concussion, and he basically had a huge black eye for many, many weeks after that. Purple. Um, I myself had hit the steering wheel, but apart from that, didn't have any major cuts. But I went through probably three to four months of physical therapy uh, because in hitting the steering wheel, I had a contusion in my chest and basically it connected to all the muscles and I was not able to move in he the He couldn't slightest. raise his arms past, uh, well, I can't really describe it on a 
microphone. Basically, if but... you think chicken wings, I, I couldn't even I couldn't even lift my arms probably five to ten degrees away from my body. <laughs> so yeah, but I was not a chicken. Um, <clears throat> so that's another aspect of the journey. So here we have Aria, and we're working with her and her challenges, and then we have this one thrown into the mix. So you know, we just continue to try and grin and bear it and pray nothing happened to Arya and gratefully it didn't and we moseyed on through the summer really pretty status quo uneventful up until July um and mid-July she ended up getting hospitalized again um and they saw that her lack to levels were extremely high yet again um this time they were what i think nine yeah. nine point something um that was a four-day hospitalization um and that time they put us in the general unit and i hate the general unit <laughs> I, I love primary children's, don't get me wrong, but the general unit, they do not have that sense of, um, I guess, urgency um, that neurotrauma does. They, We got lost in the general unit, wouldn't you say, dear? We just we kind of disappeared into the shadows. Yeah. Um, oh, backtracking severely. Um in March when Aria had her stroke and they mentioned that it was a mitochondrial disease genetics um, the same doctor that was the the attending when Aria was in the hospital the month prior was on her team um, and I looked at her after the doctor said it was a genetic disease. And I said, nothing to do with genetics, huh? Um, she was never on the team again. They actually switched teams and she got removed. Um, so that was my, it, I, I just, I got a little bit of gratification out of that. So anyway, fast forwarding, um, you know, July was a short hospital stay. Then she got admitted again in August and they had discovered she had had another stroke and this time it was on the left left occipital lobe um and this was like three days before school was supposed to start um and I, I believe that one was just an overnight stay um just to make sure she didn't really have any uh adverse side effects we went in i believe it was on a friday and she started school on monday we got released um sunday i think is it sunday i think so so two days two days stay um just to stabilize her and she started kindergarten which she loves um we got her a wheelchair ordered um at the end of may and we finally got it middle of September <laughs> it was so freaking long um turns out they had lost the paperwork um for the itemization of the wheelchair they literally itemize every bolt and nut um it, 
that's kind of crazy and then we also got her hearing aids um we found out that these strokes had affected her um peripheral vision so she has none she cannot see to the side of her she walks into many many poles and walls and she just kind of goes ow and then keeps walking it's actually kind of cute <laughs> um and we got her hearing tested as well, and it turns out that she has bilateral, sensorineurocal, and conductive low-frequency hearing loss. Try saying that 15 times fast. That, 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 ha, that, ha, that, ha, that. Ha, yeah, ha, no. Can't do it. Um, so in order to be able to have her hear you, you have to channel your inner Snow White. Because otherwise she can't hear you. So she has hearing aids now, too, which she hates to wear. Uh, she loves to play with them. Hates to wear them. Um, so she she went through a couple of months of school with no major hiccups or problems. Then October rolls around. And um, by this time, we're starting to realize whenever she says she has a headache, she's generally had a stroke. Especially when she can point to a specific spot and say, my head hurts here. And have it be consistent every time. So October rolls around. I don't remember the date. Um, I think it was like the 15th. And she's complaining of a headache. She had just gotten off the bus and she was complaining of a headache. And her teacher said she'd been complaining all day. And so we decided, okay, we need to take her in. And they did a CAT scan and discovered that she had had three more strokes in a week span. Um, one was a right occipital lobe, one was a left occipital lobe, and one was a peripheral, or no, a parietal, the right parietal lobe. Um, and, you know, I, I said many colorful, color, freak, colorful <laughs> words to the doctor, not directly at him, but just about the, the condition of our daughter and how fast, rapidly she was declining and deteriorating before our eyes. And that doctor had mentioned a G-tube. Now, the G-tube had been previously mentioned back in March, primarily because Aria is the size of a twig. And, um... For those of you who don't know, sorry to interrupt, a G-tube. Thank you for listening, and tune in next episode to continue the journey of Our Bug's Life. Maddox Madhouse style.